The Pilgrimage of the Heart Philosophy Exploration is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week as we explore yogic philosophy and apply it to our daily lives. The story picks up where the four princes of King Dasharatha, Rama being the eldest, are still in their teenage years and they're called to their first great challenge. When the four princes were 16 years old, the forest sage Vishwamitra came to Kashala in the spring. The frontier guards sent word to Ayodhya and King Dasharatha met him there on foot outside the city. The king held flowers and water, grass and rice and said, Welcome to you, Vishwamitra. I hope your journey to me went well. They walked together into Ayodhya. The priest of the kingdom, Vashista, met them and said, Vishwamitra, you arrive here like summer rain, like the recovery of something lost, like bright dawn after night. When they were seated in the palace, King Dasharatha said to Vishwamitra, Why have you come? Whatever you want, I will gladly give you. Promise me, said Vishwamitra. I promise. Majesty, that promise becomes you alone. No one else would make it. Majesty, I need your help. The pathless forest where I live has become a courtyard of evil, and no longer is there any safety from the Rakshashas of the monstrous demon king Ravana. At night the demons yell to one another, I am Narayana, I am the moon, I am everything. These night wanderers strut and swagger and pull apart Dharma. Out there, Dasharata, beyond these walls of Ayodhya, demons range over the worlds like the winds. So I have come to fear Ayodhya. I must have a warrior. I need Rama to kill them. What? My child? I will not use up any of my own hard-won merit to curse demons. I have come for Rama. It must be Rama. After living through 60,000 long years, In my old age have I at last gained a son. How can you take a tender child, my firstborn son, and lead him to death? Majesty, when I am tired in the evening, desire and wrath whom the gods cannot tame come bowing to me and gladly rub my feet. When I ask anything, 
That command is valuable. Whoever finds the chance to obey me is in my debt. Dasharatha fell silent, remembering his promise. Very well. Take Rama and his brother Lakshmana. Do not fear for your sons. I have not run from demons in fear. But the retreat of a strong man is like the silent drawing back of a fist to strike a blow. Dasharatha drew his sons near him and told them, Arm yourselves and serve this great sage. Rama and Lakshmana expertly put on their bows and quivers, donned their swords and archers' gloves like men. The king smiled and felt no more grief for their going. Vishwamitra led the two boys from the city. Just outside the white walls of fair Ayodhya, they stopped by the Sarayu River. There Vishwamitra sat by the water and said, Princes of Ayodhya, because Ravana overlooked men, I have things to teach you. I have places to guide you. Therefore, become my students. Rama and Lakshmana shed their weapons, and they each gathered and brought to Vishwamitra a bundle of firewood sticks, as one does when first meeting his preceptor. Then in the hermit's cup, made from half a coconut shell, Vishwamitra dipped up some water and told Rama, Take this cup and drink it down. Drink it all at once, or you will never finish it, and it will do no good. Rama drank it. Vishwamitra taught him two mantras, one for strength and one for more strength. He refilled his cup and did the same for Lakshmana. He taught them both how to rightly time and correctly speak the sacred words. These are two spells of power. They are the daughters of Brahma. Say them, and you will gain wisdom and good fortune, even when you are asleep or distracted. No enemy can surprise you. Tiredness or thirst or illness or hunger cannot get to you. You can easily find the answer to any uncertainty. Solve any secret. End any argument. Reach the true. These are great words. They are Brahma's own. Vishwamitra then taught heavenly weapons to Rama, beginning with the dreaded Brahma weapon and working down. They sat in the dark. Rama said the controlling mantras, and one by one the weapons appeared before him. He touched each one and said, Return when I remember you. Some weapons had celestial shapes, some were like live coals, some were smoke, some looked like great suns and moons. They went turning round and round Rama and then vanished. The next morning, some hermits took Rama and Lakshmana and Vishwamitra across the holy river Ganga on a raft. And before noon, they were at Vishwamitra's retreat, a lonely hut of canes and branches. Vishwamitra unpacked his traveling fire and put a bowl of flames from it onto his sloping altar. Now I will begin. Stand here. Protect me for six days and nights. And then, on the seventh day, be more alert, especially toward night as the sacrifice draws to an end. And once I begin, I will no more speak. He fell silent. 
Vishwamitra mentally called Agni the Fire Lord. Mentally, he presented him a place to sit, asked him about his journey, offered him water on which flowers floated. On the seventh evening, Vishwamitra put a handful of jewels and colored rice all mixed together onto his altar and a few flowers. He lit some incense and laid out green and white grass stalks in a bowl of liquid butter. Then, out of nowhere, like two black clouds, the Rakshashas, Marichi and Shubaru, swept in over the treetops, and on Vishwamitra's altar the fire flickered in terror. Rama took three aiming steps backwards and shot three bows at Maricha. The three arrows came together and struck Maricha's heart all as one, but they did not kill him. Their force carried him through the air for hundreds of leagues and dumped him unconscious into the far western sea. Lakshmana killed Shubahu with one shot. At full dark, the sacrifice was finished, and Vishwamitra said, This wood is clear of demons. That was my desire. He looked at Rama. Prince, they were off guard. This time it was light and easy for you, but many hard things are easy to begin. If ever again you meet Rakshashas, do not move your mark. Do not spare them out of kindness again. I dislike these lowlands. I was here only to do the fire sacrifice. Now come with me part way back to my home in the hills where my sister is a river. We will pass through the Vidaya kingdom of King Janaka, the husband of earth. In his kingdom there is a bow that no one can bend. They say that it is Shiva's bow. Rama, you must bend that bow. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste. Namaste.